Yo, sometimes life calls for a change. Not fake, just different. It'll show you a different way. And right now, I'm on to my different way. I can promise you this is the same span, but the reporting is over. I'd like to welcome you to the Mrs. Span Official Podcast. Let's go. Mr. Span official podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Span, and this is episode six of the show. And uh, <clears throat> yo, man, um, happy to get back to it, man. Happy to be back here on the mic and and fucking with y'all and chopping it up with y'all about some of the uh, the things that are going on in the world. While my phone is out here doing its thing, I'm going ahead and mute this motherfucker. And uh, yeah, I I need you to shut up right now, G. But. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, we're going to talk about some stuff, man. Um, mainly, we're going to talk about Chris Rock tonight, man. Um, I know I kind of alluded to it a little bit on the last episode, uh, which um, some of you may have just gotten access to today. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, too. But before I get into all of that, I do have to remind you guys how to get in touch with us over here at the Mrs. Man Official Podcast and let your voice be heard, man. You can go ahead and hit us up. At our hotline at area code 313-288-0485. That's area code 313-288-0485. Leave those voicemail messages. And, of course, those messages will get played here live on the show, responded to in kind. And if you're watching this here live, you can also uh, chop it up with your man Span here live while we're recording the show, man. So hit up that hotline at area code 313-288-0485. You can also email us here at feedback at thespanreport.com. That's feedback at thespanreport.com. Go ahead uh, you know, leave those emails. Those emails are get ready here live on the show as well, and uh, we'll respond to you guys, right? So we're gonna do that that way. And uh, also, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My name on both of those platforms is Mister Underscore Span. So go ahead, follow me there. Chop it up with your man Span throughout the week. Uh, also, leave us a five star review on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. Those five star views are the ones that get right here live on the show. We really appreciate everybody who goes about the business of doing that. Doesn't cost you a dime. Just a couple minutes of your time to let everybody know why you're rocking with us over here at the Span Report Podcast Network and the Mr. Span Official Podcast specifically, right? So, uh, yeah, man, those are the ways you can get in touch with us here on the show, as uh, including, you know, watching the show here live on uh, both YouTube and uh, Facebook. Uh, and I, I, I'm gonna get to some. Of, I got some explaining to do around this motherfucker for real. Um, so <clears throat> the the uh, the streaming software that I've been using uh, lately has uh, been kind of limiting, and I've been having some issues with it. Of course, you got like uh, the last time uh, that that I was recording last week, I believe there was a there was a video at the beginning of the episode that I wasn't aware that you guys couldn't hear the audio until later on. You know, if, uh, for those of you who are watching the show live. Now, if you listen to the podcast, you'll be able to hear it. But for whatever reason, the live listeners uh, and watchers were not able to actually hear the audio from their video that I was playing. That has something to do with uh, the software I was using. So uh, I switched to another provider. And the only thing is they don't exactly have 
uh, like for whatever reason, my Twitch thing isn't connecting with them and uh, like uh, uh, Twitter for what they don't have access to uh, Twitter uh, video. So if you're watching this, you're going to be watching the show live on YouTube and Facebook. Right. So we, we're, we're broadcasting live on both of those platforms. But uh, yeah, so we've we've had that going on, and then on top of that, the website took a shit, <laughs> right? So I've been on the phone back and forth with GoDaddy again, trying to make sure that the website is right, and now we've finally gotten that all squared away, which has contributed to why some of you guys didn't get access to episode number five on your podcast catchers, uh, because you know. I really distribute my web. I distribute the podcast through my website. And so uh, we were having issues with that. But if you had been uh, privy to some of the clips that I was sharing on social media, you didn't know that those, that, that episode was available in full on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Twitch last week. So um, yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, last week's episode and uh, we just going to get right into the show here tonight. Now, like I said, last week, I kind of alluded to the fact that like I did, I did watch the, uh, the Chris rock special and um, you know, I had some thoughts about it. Not very many thoughts at the time, right? Not very many thoughts at the time. Cause it was still fresh. I hadn't really like let it marinate over a nigga all that much, man. And um, you know, I, my, my initial reaction to the Chris rock special was um, unfortunately I didn't find it all that funny. I just didn't. And I'm not coming to this as someone who doesn't like Chris Rock. I'm not coming to this as someone who, you know, I, I've seen some of the hyperbole on social media. A lot of folks are saying, man, I never found Chris Rock funny. Uh, you know, he's I, he's been problematic for a while. I mean, I point to a comic who hasn't been problematic. Like any comic uh, of, you know, that the, many people would consider one of the goats, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think people, there are many people who would consider Chris Rock probably one of the best to ever do it. Um, all of them at some point have been like edgy or, uh, you know, they, they may have, you know, rubbed some folks the wrong way. Right. But I've never came into this thing, not being a Chris Rock fan or nothing like that. I never thought that Chris Rock wasn't funny. In fact, like, like some of my favorite specials were like his bigger and blacker special. I thought was, was fucking hilarious. Uh, uh, bring the pain that really like had catapulted chris rock into like the national consciousness comedic you know comedy wise thought was you know that was shit people still quote you know it's it's problematic because that shit is people still quote his black people versus niggas jokes from that from that special man like that shit has stood the test of time you know despite the fact that like our politics and the way our sensibilities are a little bit different considered you know from the 90s to now right and that's that's, that also kind of goes into like uh one of the things i was kind of thinking about was like yo um how we color you know maybe how our 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 tastes change over the years right um he says no sound on facebook well i'll be a monkey's bare ass uncle aaron interestingly enough as i was complaining about some of the sound issues i was having with the previous online streamer we ran into some damn sound issues with the online streamer while we were recording this so uh I'm going to do a little podcast magic on the back end and y'all going to like not even know that like that shit even happened. But I did just tell you, huh? Well, anyway, I fixed it. So here you go. Ah, there we go. Somebody finally hears me. Yes, indeed. We done figured this shit out. Ooh, Lord. Ooh, Lord. I feel like Chris Rock on that goddamn comedy special doing this shit live and he fucked up the joke. <laughs> okay. 
We finally got sound, man. We finally got sound. Good, 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 good. We finally got sound. Ms. Mocha is letting us know we got sound. My man Aaron is letting me know we got sound. We in the building, man. We in the building. Okay, we done figured this shit out, y'all. Thank you, family. Thank you, family. Thank you, family. I love y'all for real, man. Y'all fucks with your boy and I fucks with y'all, man. Real talk. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So, oh, shit. Now, damn. <laughs> I had a whole thing going and then the sound fucked your boy up. But, um, okay, so we got that out of the way. But here's the thing. Uh, so Chris Rock special came out and... Uh, unfortunately for you, man, I, I know I spoke about this a little bit uh, before on the last episode of Mr. Span Official uh, that I kind of just I, I didn't necessarily enjoy the special that much. Yeah, I just um, and that's not to say that, you know, that's not to say that, you know, other people couldn't like the special. And I kept seeing, you know, like it is it's weird how when we consume stuff like this, they're like. You know, you can have your opinion about it, but other people expect for your opinion to be their opinion. And then when it's not, they're like, excuse me, really fucking upset about it. Right. But, uh, yeah, like he, he put out this special and I, I, and I, as I was saying before, you guys couldn't hear me. Um, you know, it's not as though I came into the, this particular special where I wasn't a Chris Rock fan. I actually like Chris Rock as a comedian. I think Chris Rock is probably one of the best to ever do it. Um, I have, um, I have, you know, enjoyed other Chris Rock specials. Like I, like I said before, Bigger and Blacker, I thought was was fucking hilarious. Bring the Pain was uh, was a special that kind of put Chris Rock on the map. Uh, well, put put him on in the into the stratosphere really comedically, and where he was considered one of the top comics in the nation, if not the world. Um, and you know, like I enjoyed those specials, right? And you know, one of the things I was thinking about was like, yeah, there were still jokes. There are jokes from, you know, bigger and blacker and bring the pain that like people still quote to this day. Right. And although some of those jokes would be, you know, seen as problematic today, much like, you know, I don't know if Eddie Murphy can get out here and do delirious, you know, like some of the shit that Eddie Murphy was saying in delirious, nobody's letting that shit fly in 2023. It was probably cool in 1983. It's not going to fly today. Right. But that doesn't mean that Eddie Murphy wasn't considered a comedic genius when he was doing that at, I think, what, 20 years old? He was a 20, 21-year-old man when he did that that special, right? So I'm not one of those people who has, you know, who who came into this not thinking that Chris Rock wasn't funny. Like, I, it's not that I didn't think he's not funny. I just, I was waiting for an opportunity to laugh, and they just never came, right? And I think that's the first time I've ever watched anything that Chris Rock has ever made where I didn't laugh. I just, I, I, I didn't. And it wasn't for not wanting to. I just said, um, I, I mean, well, it wasn't like I did not want to laugh. I just never, none of those jokes moved me to laughter, right? And I know that, like, um, everybody had, like, um, you know, some folks have a stance on how they feel about Chris Rock. And maybe, you know, that colors how you come into said special, right? Like, even for instance, like, um, you know, if you guys been listening to me, especially like if you were listening to the span report, uh, at any time last year, when this, as a matter of fact, it was a year ago today, right. Cause they're doing the Oscars again today. I think that's, is, is broadcasting tonight. And, um, I remember around that time I was one of the people who was like, yo man, like if you're not going to publicly disrespect my wife in front of me. Right. And, um, 
you know, I didn't necessarily, I wasn't saying that like Will Smith should have smacked the shit out of him, but quoting Chris Rock, I understand, right? <laughs> I'm not saying he should have smacked the shit out you, but I understand, right? Like I understood like, yo man, like you're not going to do, you're not going to disrespect anybody I love to my face, man. You're just not going to do it. And there not be any sort of repercussion. There not be any repercussions whatsoever for you to suffer. That's just not going to happen. Not with me. Right. I, I, I'm like that about my family though. Right. I'm like that about the people that I love. So, um, you know, the, the, the backlash that a lot of folks had for Will Smith, you know, like I understood it. I didn't necessarily agree with it, but I understood it in much the same way that I understood that, um, you know, Chris Rock felt like, yo, man, what you did wasn't warranted, right? Like, I make jokes about everybody, right? And so, um, oh, we got to see it. Ms. Mocha's in the chat, and she says, um, and Eddie himself said he wouldn't make those jokes anymore either. Yeah, right? Like, those are just, like, those were jokes of the time, and, like, they, that's what they were. They were jokes of the time. They were hilarious at the time, and they were also hilarious for our sensibilities at the time, too, Right? I think there are some things that I've found funny at 16 that at 42, I just don't find funny anymore. Right. And that's just kind of what it is. Your, your taste kind of change over the course of time. And so, um, with this one, like I said, I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't laugh, man. And it, I, I was disappointed that I didn't laugh and I was waiting for the times where I was like going to laugh and I just, they just didn't come. And one of the things I was, uh, I remember when, um, uh, what was that? Uh, Dave Chappelle, like these last few Dave Chappelle specials that he's done on Netflix, where he was going on and on and on about uh, the trans community and it becoming this thing where, you know, you're looking at Dave Chappelle, like, bro, we know you better than this, man. We, you're a brilliant fucking comedian. We know you're better than this. Like, can you, can you kind of like move on to another topic or something? And even though some of the shit that was coming out of Dave Chappelle's mouth was things I found abhorrent. I, I often found myself laughing despite how I felt about what he said. Right. I found myself laughing despite what I, like, even though I disagreed with what he was talking about vehemently, I was like, damn, that's funny. It's fucked up, but it's funny. Right. I didn't have any of those sorts of, um, I didn't have any of those sorts of like, uh, 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 feelings about what was going on with this and, and Chris rock. I just did not find much of it. Uh, funny, right? So, uh, one of the things about this, though, is that, like, um, I believe to a, a large degree, depending on how you felt about the slap for a lot of folks, kind of colored how you came into this special, right? If you were someone who, and I'm, and maybe I'm guilty of this too, right? If you were someone who, you know, didn't necessarily think Will Smith did anything wrong, or you understood why Will Smith slapped fire from his ass, then you came into this like, all right. But if you were somebody who felt like Will Smith wronged this man tremendously and that they were waiting for Will Smith to get his comeuppance, then chances are you can't, you left up out of this and you was like, yeah, he did what the fuck he came to do. He finally gave Will Smith what he was asking for. He said, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. He didn't call her by a name, but he straight up called her a bitch. Right? <laughs> right? Because he did call that woman a bitch. He just did, right? Nobody's picking on this bitch. And at a certain point, like, I, I like the 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 um the special is called Selective Outrage, and he's talking about how Will Smith, 
you know, practice selective outrage. And yet he would also say that he's not a victim and that you won't see him on the couch with Gail or Oprah or anything like that. You might not necessarily see him on the couch with Gail or Oprah, but we damn sure saw him being a victim in this particular special, right? Talking about him not, you know, or, or being a victim to, you know, not only the slap from Will Smith, but talking about the victim of, like, it almost sounded like him being a victim of his his celebrity and his fame, uh, him not being able to, you know, date consistently or, 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 or being a victim to, like, a woman's expectations at, at, at a certain age, Um uh, 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 his his victimhood and like how his daughters are so or his daughter uh, was so uh, ungrateful and uh, kind of um, spoiled, but him being a victim of that, despite the fact that he facilitated the spoiling, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot that the themes there with there for him being a victim, despite the fact that he wasn't talking to Oprah or Gail, he was talking to us, right? And so. Like there was, there was, it was a weird juxtaposition there where like, yeah, you saying you're not a victim, but right now we're hearing the victim speak. And it's like, it, it, the other thing about this is that like, what happened to him? I like, th- like the other part about this is that so many people were telling Chris Rock that he needed to get over it. Right. Like you had some folks like, yo man, it's been a year, man. Why don't you get over there? Like, yeah, dude, the people who were telling Chris Rock that he needed to get over what happened to him. It's been a year. Like that didn't happen to you. You didn't get slapped in front of the world on live television and had to keep your composure after having been assaulted. Most of y'all don't have the self-control or the wherewithal to keep y'all cool in that moment. Right? Like that, like if anything else, if anything else, even if you don't appreciate the jokes, even if you don't appreciate uh, 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 like the way he handled, you know, the, like the, the Smiths or whatever, you got to appreciate that. He took that motherfucker. He took that slap like a G he stood there and he kept it going. He kept it moving. He kept it professional. That ain't easy shit to do, man. That's not easy shit to do. I've seen motherfuckers flip out over less at the dollar tree, bro. <laughs> so, so miss me with this shit about, you know, uh, uh, he needed to get over it. Like, nah, man, that man is processing his shit the way he needs to process it. And also he flipped this into a $40 million payday. So not only did he get over it, but he got over it with $40 million. And also all of us are talking about him right now, right? All of us are talking about him right now. Now I do kind of side eye the folks who are watching this special knowing that they don't like Chris Rock and coming out of it saying, see, I knew this was going to be whack. Like, no, that like, I don't, I don't understand those folk, you know, the, the, like the, the, the sort of like the hate watching people who, who watch these things only because they want to, um, they want to criticize. I didn't come into this wanting to criticize. I actually came in and wanted to hear his side of this shit, right? Like, yo, man, like this was supposed to be the, fir- the first time he addressed this shit publicly, right? And so um, I'm going to do something here. Like, I don't know, like, if YouTube going like, to, like, the algorithm going to fuck with us because I'm going to play some of the video from, you know, the selective outrage part where he was talking about 
uh, where he was talking about, you know, uh, Will Smith or whatever. Uh, hopefully fair use kind of covers us here because we are adding commentary to this shit, but I'm gonna play a little bit from this, from the bit towards the end of the, uh, from this, of the sketch or whatever. So if you guys haven't watched it, you know, you might want to either like pause this shit later on, watch it later on after you watched it, but we're going to, I'm going to basically like place the last part of this and then we're going to kind of, con- you know, uh, kind of break down some of the things that we hear here. So let me go ahead, pull this up so you guys can, um, can see right along with me here hopefully this shit works because apparently the sound been acting real funky around here lately so let's do this here and uh here we go check this out happened to me getting smacked by suge smith (laughs) everybody knows ah okay i see what they did there they straight blacked this shit out y'all can't see a goddamn thing on that screen Okay, okay, Netflix. I see y'all. I see the game. I see the game. I see the game. But we gonna play the audio. We can still play the audio. Y'all can still hear it. Everybody fucking knows. Yes, it happened. I got smacked like a year ago. Fucking last week, I got smacked in the fucking Oscars by this motherfucker. And people like, did it hurt? It still hurts. <laughs> I got summertime ringing in my ear. drums please all right so um yeah i know that was a joke i know that was a joke i just wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't hear for the laugh part i just i didn't i didn't get there just i just didn't get there but i'm not a victim baby you will never see me on oprah or gail crying you will never see it never gonna happen because it's happening right now that's why we're not going to see it on Gail or Oprah. It's happening right now. I couldn't believe it. And I love men in black. No. <laughs> it's never going to happen. No. What's weird, like, because he said, I didn't, be- I didn't believe it and I love men in black. But he's essentially going to go right back. He's going to go right back into that, though, like about how much he loved and adored Will Smith. Like, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. No. Fuck that shit. I took that hit like Pacquiao, motherfucker. I took it like motherfucking Pacquiao, okay? Shit, man. Did it hurt? Yeah, motherfucking hurt. And people are like, well, you guys are fighting all the time. We're not fighting. First of all, I know you can't tell on camera. Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. We are- um, I guess. I mean, they say so. I, I, I don't really know, but yeah, he, he says so, but okay. He played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. Again, I don't know if that's, that's, that's a joke, right? I don't know if he, right now he's, if that's a joke or whether or not he's just stating the fact that like, yeah, okay, Will Smith played Muhammad Ali and I played Pookie. That's what it was. Like I, I, I'm waiting on the punchline, and I, it just it, it ain't there yet. It ain't hitting me yet. Pookie, motherfucker! I played a piece of corn in Pootie Time. <laughs> Shit, even in animation, this motherfucker's bigger. I'm a zebra. He's a shark. <laughs> what the fuck, man? But, but, Will Smith practices 
selective outrage. Practices selective outrage. Because everybody knows what the fuck happened. Everybody that really knows, knows I had nothing to do with that shit. I didn't have any entanglements. All right, now, this is an interesting turn of, turn of, uh, turn of a thing right here, right? Because essentially what's happening here is Chris Rock believes, and this is his, his perspective, Chris Rock believes that Will Smith attacked him based upon all this other shit that was going on. And you know what? He could be right. Because I can remember being on this very microphone well, not this particular one, but I had one, like another one. But uh, I can remember being on a microphone. I can remember saying, like, yo, man, like, you got to understand, like, you know, that man has been the butt of many jokes for a few years now. And at a certain point, like, some people get tired of the jokes and they get, like, they'll reach their breaking point. You never know whose line is where, but they'll reach their breaking point. And I think at that particular night, um, Will got tired of the fucking jokes and was verbalizing, hey, man keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. He was very serious about that shit, right? I had to call cuz back. But he was very serious about that, right? And um, I can remember saying that, like, yo, man, like, we don't know who, where where people's lines are. And, you know, the jokes keep kept flying, and it eventually, Will Smith broke, right? Now, in this particular moment, it sounds to me as though Chris Rock believes this is all based upon the shit that has been going on between uh, uh, August Alcina and Jada Pinkett and the entanglement or whatever and the red table talk and how they talked about it and everything else. Um, it could be, but it also could be the fact that like, you know, when he also reiterated that like Jada Pinkett asked him not to host the Oscars after the Oscar so black uh, Oscar so white movement kind of kicked off. And somehow he flips that into Jada Pinkett starting some shit with him, right? This is like, like Jada Pinkett started this shit. I did. I did not have any entanglement. And then for people that don't know what everybody knows, Wilson, his wife was fucking her son's friend, okay? Now, I normally would not talk about this shit. But for some reason, these niggas put that shit on the internet. <laughs> I have no idea why two talented people would do something that fucking low down. What the fuck? That we all been cheated on. Everybody in here been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. <laughs> None of us. It's like, hey, I was sucking somebody else's dick. How did that make you feel? Now, the crowd is, like, loving this shit, but I'm still, I'm still waiting to fucking laugh. Like, I'm still here, like, bro, when, when, like, when, when you gonna say some shit to, like, you know, make me laugh beside, like, dis despite myself right now? Like, when you gonna say something that I wasn't expecting you to say? Every fucking thing I'm hearing right now doesn't necessarily sound like a, like a, a comedy special. It sounds like a rant. It sounds like he's ranting right now. To me, right? To me. <laughs> Why the fuck would you do that shit? She hurt him way more than he hurt me, okay? 
Okay? And by the way, he does that shit. Everybody in the world called him a bitch. I tried to call the motherfucker and give him my condolences. He ain't pick up for me. Interesting. Because apparently Will Smith has tried to reach out to Chris to apologize to him. And he hasn't been able to get in contact with Chris Rock uh, for said apology. He's apologized publicly to Chris Rock, but I don't know if he's been able to apologize to him personally because right now Chris Rock ain't really trying to hear what the fuck Will Smith got to say, right? So it's interesting that he would say that, like, yo, I reached out to try to talk to this man. He ain't want to pick up my phone call. And now, it's, you know, the, you know basically the, um, you know, the roles are reversed at this moment. Everybody called that man a bitch. Fucking Charlemagne called him a bitch. And the Breakfast Club called him a bitch. And the View and the Talk and every rapper and, and fucking, the drink champs called him a fucking bitch. Everybody called him a bitch. They called his wife a predator. Everybody called him a bitch. <laughs> so is that the joke? That he's, he just keeps repeating, repeating bitch? Is, is that the joke? See, this is the thing. Like, I'm like, yo, what, what, when, when, when are we going to get to the jokes? I'm not hearing any jokes, right? And, you know, I guess that's enough of this shit. You know, <laughs> that's enough of it. You know, I don't want to run afoul of the YouTube algorithm or the, or the Facebook algorithm, so to speak, either. But, yeah, man, I'm just like, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I just wasn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't getting it, man. I just wasn't getting it. And so, um, you know, one of the things that I thought was interesting was like, you know, the way people reacted or responded to those of us who didn't necessarily enjoy this special. Right. I know some people who like thought it was the greatest shit they didn't heard in a while. They, they thought it was hilarious. And I was like, man, it just didn't do anything for me. Right. It just didn't do anything for me. But one of the things I think is very interesting was like when other co like uh, other comedians. Right. And I, and I know a few comedians, man. Um, not all of them are as sensitive or or anything like that. But what I do find, though, is that comics oftentimes not every comic, not every comic. But there are a lot of comedians who don't respect the audience enough where they think that the audience doesn't know what's funny, right? Like they believe that if the audience doesn't find them funny, then there's something wrong with the audience and there's not something wrong with them or the jokes that they're telling, that they don't have to get better at telling the joke or that they don't have to get better at executing the joke or that they don't have to get better at like crafting the joke. Like it's somehow the audience's fault for not getting said joke, right? Um, and oftentimes, man, that's the criticism that a lot of the com the comics have when they're when the when the comet when the comedy isn't being well received, right? And so, one of the things I kind of picked up on was um, I found this article here. This was uh, 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 Dio Hughley and Leslie Jones were defending Chris Rock following the backlash for Will Smith jokes, right? Because you know there were some people who were in, you know, they felt the way about some of the things that Chris Rock had to say during the special, right? So I'm gonna read a little bit from uh, this Vibe article. It says Chris Rock's latest Netflix special, Selective Outrage, has been met with mixed reactions in the two days following his live stream release on March 4th. While some have already deemed it brilliant, 
Others took issue with Rock's decision to lampoon Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith a year after the concussion actor slapped the comic on stage during the 2022 Oscars, calling the comic bitter and unable to move on following several apologies. Now, like I said, nobody is in any position to tell a person who was slapped on national television that was broadcast globally how to get over that, right? Like, and I, I think that's an invalid criticism of Chris Rock in this special. Like, yo, this is his first opportunity to talk about it. Whether Will Smith apologized to him or not, it's up to him to, like, receive that how he needs to receive that. We are in no position to tell anybody how to receive an apology, right? Despite the fact that we may be over it, it didn't happen to us. It happened to him, right? So then he also goes on to say, says, it appears, however, that Rock's fellow stand-ups have no problem speaking up in defense of the Brooklyn Natives rant, but with both D.L. Hughley and Leslie Jones calling out hypocrites attacking Rock for sharing his, perse- his perspective on the incident. Saturday Night Live alum Jones addressed the matter in response to an Instagram follower of Hughley who's pointed, who commented on a clip of Rock's act. He says, you got to let stuff go at some point in your life. This is how young brothers get killed in the streets, talking about something that happened a year ago, setting a terrible example. Yeah, buddy, you, like, come on, man. It didn't happen to you. You, could, you, you It just didn't happen to you. Um, Hughley later uh, shared another snippet of the special and addressed those calling Rock Bitter, writing, that happened to him, to Chris, and the entire world got to weigh in and talk trash and make jokes and shoulda, woulda, coulda, the whole damn thing to death. Other comedians have bits about it. It was uh, an opener for most of us. The one person you never heard from about it was Chris. So now that he decides to address it on his time, people have the audacity to say he's bitter. Why is he still talking about that? Let it go. Or the best one yet, we've moved on. So you get to speak on it, but he can't. Y'all are straight fucking tripping. Congratulations, Chris Rock. You did the damn thing. Team DL. Now, I agree with him to the degree of yeah, it was his opportunity to speak on it, and he had every right to speak on it in the way in which he wanted to speak on it. Did he do the damn thing? Um, ah, shit, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I kind of felt, kind of felt like that for me. Now, this is just my perspective. I'm going to ask you guys who are watching, uh, who are watching live, and who are going to probably hear this particular episode a little bit later. Like, what did you guys think of this Chris Rock special, man? Do you think that Chris Rock got his lick back? You know what I'm saying? Did you uh, appreciate his perspective at all? Did you laugh at the, you know, at, at the comedy special? Because, like, like I said, it just didn't do it for me. But that doesn't mean it didn't do it for any of you guys, right? So, like, what were the parts of the special that you thought were provocative? What were the parts of the special that you thought was, like, you know, like, funny? Like, let me know. Because, like, you know, again the way I looked at this was like from my own, you know, my own perspective and my own lenses or whatever else, but I'm sure every last one of y'all have a perspective and a lens that you saw this through as well. And so I don't, you know, I, I don't see myself as the end all be all as what's funny and what isn't, but I do know what makes me laugh. And that just does not make me laugh. Right. And so, um, I just think like right now, uh, is this kind of unfortunate in how, we talk about a lot of these things, right? The other part about it is, um, like, I kind of want to, like, kind of lean into what it is that we think is funny, right? And whether or not, uh, because, you know, not not even so much about, you know, things changing over time, but, like, yo, know, the things that we find funny change over time as well. And as much as you may like a particular artist in one thing, 
um, you know, maybe their, you know, their, their, their performance isn't as good in another thing, right? You may like, man, you, you know, I mean, shit, even Mike went, had a two for 10 game. Even Jordan had a two for 10 game. You know, he wasn't always like, you know, MVP Mike, you know, he had a bad game here or there. Sometimes the comics have a bad game here or there. Like there's no shame in that. He got 40 paid $40 million for, to me for this. You know, to me, I feel like this was a bad game for Chris Rock. That's how I feel about it. I feel like, yo, this wasn't his best performance. You know what I'm saying? I've seen better from Chris Rock. Um, I've laughed a hell of a lot more at Chris Rock specials. This one just didn't do it for me. But I would love to hear what you guys thought about um, about this particular special and uh, and what it did for you. As we get another comment here, this comes from Aaron out of Facebook. He says, haven't seen the whole thing, but every clip I've seen was whack. He just sounded pissed. I don't feel like he could see the, I don't feel like he could see the humor in it. And you know what though? I, I could, I could definitely see that. Like, I think, you know, again, this was his first time being able to speak on it in a public setting. Like everybody else had had an opportunity to speak on him being slapped. And now was his opportunity to speak on the slap. And, you know, there was a lot of pent up anger there. Right. I didn't see the humor. I didn't see the jokes. I, 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 I heard him call that man a bitch a thousand times. Right. I like, but I, I, and I also heard him call, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith. I heard him call her a bitch at one point. Um, but I just didn't see a whole lot of the jokes. Like, and even the things that I know were supposed to be jokes. I just, they just wasn't doing it for me. It wasn't doing it for me. And let's see, we get Greg in here in the chat and he says, uh, uh, man, it was all right. He's still pissed, though. He's definitely still pissed. He's And he has every right to still be pissed, right? Because, again, I will say this till I'm blue in the face. That man got slapped in the face in front of the world, man. In front of the world. And he had to watch the dude that slapped him receive an award that very same night. No one came to his aid or any of that stuff, right? Now, that is beside the point of whether or not you agree with what, you know, whether or not you agree with what, I'm sorry, uh, you agree with what, you know, um, Will Smith did or not. Like, at the end of the day, man, this is the other side of that. He's the other side of that. And so we get it. We have an opportunity to now hear his part of it. I, would, I just really wish that I, I got more, like, laughs out of the special, right? Now, the interesting thing about... um. The interesting thing about this at all is that Marlon Wayans did a comedy special on uh, on HBO. I, th- I think it's on HBO Max now. And he talked about the slap. As a matter of fact, his whole fucking set was about essentially the slap that Chris Rock received. And it was interesting to me how... Well, for one, like I, I thought, like I've never really been like I've never really been a fan of Marlon Wayans' stand-up. I think Marlon Wayans is a, is a great comedic actor. Never really been like you know the big like yo I got to see this Marlon Wayans special, right? <laughs> never been that guy. But like I saw this and I'm like yo man, like I I chuckled man. It was like yo man, okay I, I can see what like that's that's kind of funny man. Yeah, I see that and like he had so much more like it was weird like despite the fact that this incident had absolutely nothing to do with him how much nuance and uh uh uh, insight he was kind of able to give to that moment from his own perspective of course 
but he was able to like kind of craft the jokes and bring it all the way back to himself. And I thought that was, I thought it was like enjoyable. Right. I, and I did laugh on a few of those. Like, you know, I, I was laughing at some shit. I didn't think I would laugh at because again, I never looked to like Marlon Wayans as like a comedic stand-up guy. I've always thought of him as a, a really good comedic actor. I've never like sought out any of his stand-up work. Right. And he kind of talked about how, um, and it was interesting that like uh, Chris Rock um, named his his special selective outrage because essentially Marlon Wayans is saying that Chris Rock kind of bullied his ass his entire fucking career, right? That that Chris Rock, as much as he would talk about being bullied, had been bullying him for like since he was like twelve or thirteen years old, going all the way back to "I'm gonna get you, sucker" in the role of the Red Man. And how that was supposed to have been his role, but because he couldn't get out of school, Chris Rock got the job, right? So, like, is it was kind of like like seeing that special was actually kind of um it was kind of interesting to me how Marlon Wayans was able to kind of contextualize what happened between those three individuals and then like bring it all all the way back to him. It was actually kind of interesting the way that he did that. And I did laugh and I did chuckle much more. Than I did at this one, and I consider Chris Rock a hell of a more like a a, a much more accomplished, a much more uh, 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 seasoned, right? Like comic stand up comic specifically, and it was just interesting to me, like how I I just could not find a laugh out of the Chris Rock joint, but I was able to get some out of that 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 Marlon Wayans special, and it was almost like like and it was weird because like um. Marlon Wayans, I think his like his his shit was like almost an hour, and he spent most of that hour talking about those three: Chris Rock, uh, Marlon, uh, Chris Rock, Jada Pinkett, and Will Smith. And like as much as everybody was coming to see Chris Rock special, mostly because they wanted to hear his perspective on what happened between him and Will Smith, he only spent like the last eight minutes of the special talking about it. You know, and I think I think people want it a little bit more. I also think people, some of us, I, I can't speak for everyone, but I think some of us really did want to hear uh, some jokes. But I don't know if we were going to get those jokes because Chris still hasn't gotten over what happened to him, right? So I got like the the, the larger question, and that's why I named the episode the way I did tonight was like, did Chris Rock get his lick back? You know, and I would love to hear you guys' perspective on that. Uh, do you think that Chris Rock got his look back? Do you got, do y'all think that this is going to be the last time we hear about this, right? Do you think this is going to be something that carries on? Or do you think this is the last part we're going to get from it? Uh, because the other part about this, right? This is something I thought was interesting, too, before we get up out of here. The other thing I thought was interesting about this was um, how people were saying that Will Smith responded to this special. Right. I think I pulled up an article here. Let me see. Uh, we get this from uh, this is from Yahoo. It says Will Smith's reported reaction to Chris Rock's Netflix special says everything about where he stands with that slap. It said it's been almost a year since the world gas witnessing the infamous slap Will Smith gave to Chris Rock at the 2022 Oscars. 
And it looks like the two stars are still not over it. In fact, following the jabs from Rock about Smith in the new Netflix comedy special, Chris Rock's Elective Outrage, sources are speaking out about how the Emancipation star is feeling about it all. Feeling about it all. Spoiler alert, it looks like reconciliation won't be happening anytime soon. Will is embarrassed and hurt by what Chris said about him and his family in the Netflix special, a source told Entertainment Tonight. He didn't watch it, but he had people tell him what Chris said is everywhere when you look online and on social media. So Will and Jada have have seen comments about it. Uh, per the source, Rock isn't the only one under fire. Will is also upset that Netflix was part of this and thinks Chris insulting Jada again is below the belt. He is upset that Netflix gave Chris the platform to share these messages and thinks it's distasteful. Now, I've seen people say that they think that... Um, you know, like how rich is it of like Will Smith to say that like how they like he gonna be mad at Netflix for allowing him to be a part of this, this, that, and the other. Let me tell y'all something, man. And this is just you know being a content creator and having been in this, doing this for a while. Um, have y'all have y'all noticed that like Will Smith has his own social media? That Will Smith, when he wants to say something, he will come out and say it. When when has Will Smith talked through sources that nobody can like point to? Right? Like Will Smith is like and, and this is like, you know, after the slap, I know Will Smith kinda like, you know, kinda he he went away for a while. But then when this movie came out, he he kind of came back, you know, trying to ingratiate himself, you know, back to the masses. He was doing interviews, he's been back on social media. And like, I feel as though if Will Smith really wanted to address what Chris Rock had to say about this, then Will Smith would just come out and say that. I don't know if Will Smith would just like lean on sources are saying that this is how Chris Rock feels. And I know a lot of folks ran with the the reporting that this is what Will Smith's reaction is, not knowing that Will Smith probably ain't said a goddamn thing. Right. It's just like, like, again, I think sometimes, man, and, and I said this uh, on the previous episode, man, like, you know, a lot of times, man, it's the bullshit. They keep you engaged with the bullshit. So long as the eyeballs are on that outlet, man, they got you. And if they can keep you inundated with the bullshit, they got you, even if they don't believe the shit they saying. Right? Hey, this going to get clicks because we know people are interested in this. Hey, everybody, like if you go on YouTube right now and you type in selective outrage, matter of fact, I'm going to do this right now. Let me pull this up. I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to show y'all. Um, let's do the YouTube. And this is something that's indicative of like just, you know, clickbait culture, period. But let's see. Uh, Chris Rock Selective outrage bam okay so uh let me let me take this tab and i'm gonna just swing it on over here real quick close that down but so let me see if i can pull this up so y'all can watch right along with me here all right so chris rock destroys will smith and jada pinkett smith's entanglement in live netflix selective outrage chris rock mistakes mistakes from the selective outrage special uh he strikes back Chris Rock unleashes. Chris Rock punches back. Jada Pinkett Smith drags Chris Rock for being obsessed with her. You see what I'm saying? 
She ain't said nothing. Right? People are creating stories, man. They're creating things to get you to tick, like to, to you know, to kind of uh, 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 click on their shit. Dave Chappelle reacts to Chris Rock's selective outrage. Will Smith sues Chris Rock over selective outrage special. Now, this shit was posted five hours. It already got 12,000 views, bruh. Will Smith ain't sued no motherfucking body. They making a lot of this shit up. Like that's it's this is the ecosystem that a lot of us are, are are unfortunately a part of. Like the like everyone's going to eat off of this. I mean, to some degree, you could say maybe even me because we're discussing it here on the show. But I feel like we're just having a nuanced discussion as opposed to just like trying to sensationalize the shit. Many of these people out here just sensationalizing the shit, creating clickbaity ass titles to get you to click on their videos and watch their videos so that they can get paid off of your, your your eyeballs, right? So yeah, man. Um, let's see. Greg says um, he won't ever get it back. It would be dope to see those two link up and on a Let's Make Peace project together. You know what? It's happened before. It's happened before. Um, what's my man's name? Um. Uh, the guy who directed Trading Places, uh, I think his name was John Landis. He had worked with Eddie Murphy, and those two dudes couldn't stand one another, right? Like, and at one point, I remember John Landis had, uh, like, some people had like died on a set of a movie of his. Like, a, it was like a helicopter, like a stunt man had died doing like a little helicopter stunt, and he was in trouble for that, and um. Like he and Eddie Murphy didn't get along for years. And then you looked up and they were working together again. And uh, I believe John Landis uh, directed coming to America. Right. So like, it's, it's not out of the question. I just think now is this way too fresh for the both of them. Right. It would be dope to see them in a, in a, uh, in a, in a project together and like bury the hatchet. But, I think it's too soon for the both of them to even like consider it. And because there's so many outside voices, uh, you know, amplifying the bullshit amongst everybody, I think that will contribute to, um, you know, the length of how long this, this feud may, you know, may go on. Right. So yeah, man, but yo, that, that's just kind of how I felt about it. I, I really uh, appreciate everybody in the chat for expressing their views, man. For those of you who are going to watch this show, or, or, or listen to this show later i really would appreciate if you guys would like chime in and let me guys you know let me know what you guys thought about uh this particular special but also did you do you think he got his leg back you know did you enjoy the special um am i tripping you know what i'm saying you know because I, I i am not above, i am not above tripping i i've known this you know what i'm saying sometimes your boy be on some other shit you know what i'm saying but yo i really would appreciate if you guys would reach out and let me know what you guys thought about this particular special but of course before we get on about it here i gotta remind y'all man how to get in touch with us over here at the miss span official podcast let your voice be heard go ahead and hit up that hotline at area code 313-288-0485 there's area code 313-288-0485 leave those voicemail messages those messages will get played here live on the show and responded to in kind you can also email me here at 
feedback at thespanreport.com. That's feedback at thespanreport.com. Go ahead, leave those emails, and of course, those emails will get read here and reply to here live on the show as well. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My name on both of those platforms is Mr. Underscore Span. So go ahead, follow me there, chop it up with your man Span throughout the week. And also, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. Those five-star reviews are the ones that get read here live on the show. We really do appreciate everybody who goes about the business of doing that. doesn't cost you a dime. Just a couple minutes of your time to let everybody know why you're rocking with us over here at the Mr. Span Official Podcast and the Span Report Podcast Network. Man, real talk. Appreciate everybody. Uh, and I think we got some more comments. We got another comment here. Oh, yeah. My, oh, shout out to my brother, man. My brother Torres came through. And, 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 chopped, and chopped it up with us, man. So I appreciate you, man. And uh, we're going to get on up out of here. I will talk to you guys again soon. But until next time, fam, peace.